What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. All right, back here on Bernie and Sid. Gary Myers was great. Now I've got Joseph Abood in studio, who looks, I swear to God, like he's 25. You look so, you look so handsome. You're tan. You're wearing beautiful colors. You look like you actually know something about clothing. How do you do it's, that? It's part of the image, right? It's part of the image. Yeah. But listen, you and I go back so long and look at your journey in fashion. Look what you've become. I know. You could get on a best dress list at, uh, at any time. Well, one of these days, uh, Joseph had a great idea. We'll do the best dress list at WABC. Absolutely. Some of us dress very nicely. Some don't. We're going to call some people out. Well, we'll do that, but we'll go into your guests, and we'll really oh, make wow. it. We'll have some fun with it. That'll be fun. Yeah. But today, you're here for two reasons. Yeah. First of all, the queen died yesterday. Yeah. You're a fashion designer. You spend a lot of time in Paris, in all London over the world, well. in yeah. London. Yeah. And you actually told me you met... Uh, not Elizabeth, but no. Princess Diana. Yeah, she was very charming. I met her at one of our CFDA Fashion Awards. Can you tell me what sex with her? Just say it. <laughs> He's so excited. <laughs> she, let me just say this. She was so charming, so beautiful, so gracious. I spent maybe 10 or 15 minutes just wow. talking with her, and I was introduced by a wonderful woman, Liz Tilberis, who was the editor of Harper's Bazaar. Oh, wow. And she purposely pulled me over to meet the princess. And I have to tell you, I, I was in awe, as you could imagine. Of course. I never found her to be all that attractive. But, but she photographed very, very nicely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was the epitome of what was supposed to be a princess. Right. She's a good person. Yeah. Good person. Yeah. So and, was Elizabeth. I mean, she's surrounded she, by a bunch of horrible people, well, including her own son, who's about to be King Charles III. But she was a fine lady. Well, think how long he waited. But also... Think about the movie, The King's Speech, about her dad. Did you ever see that film? I did see that, That's a brilliant film. Brilliant film, and it really shows why uh, the monarchy does have some real relevance during crisis. Yes. And, 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 you know, just sort of a a wonderful story and a wonderful life. So you are here today, too, because uh, we're talking about 9-11. The whole day of programming is brought to you by Tunnel to Towers and Frank Siller, all day long here on WABC. Mm -hmm. And you've got a story of how you, very recognizable, gorgeous, famous fashion designer, you almost got arrested by the FBI. (laughs) I mean, even back then, the FBI was screwing up. Uh, Let me just say something. I could never have been more proud of our FBI than those four episodes that I had. They were amazing. Is that right? Yeah. So they you weren't were mad. A... You weren't even angry. No, well, I tell wasn't the story. mad. Because, tell the story. Yeah, because basically the night of September 10th, my flight was on the runway for five and a half hours. Where were you? I was, in, I was at JFK. Where were you going? On a 767 American Airlines flying to San Diego to do personal appearances. Gotcha. So our flight was supposed to take off 530 it didn't take off till 11.30 that night. We were sitting on the plane. There, You're not allowed to do that anymore. I said to my PR guy, we've got to get off this plane and get on a plane tomorrow morning because we can't just sit here all night. But they wouldn't let us off the plane. So we fly to San Diego the next morning at 6 o'clock in the morning. I'm talking to my wife, Lynn, and we see the planes hit the towers. You saw the planes. Well, well you're watching TV. We're airport. watching TV. Right, yes, right, yes. Right, right. Right. Well, I'm actually already in my room in San Diego. And... Um, my daughters were petrified 
that I they knew I had been flying to the West Coast, and they thought I was on one of the planes. Because they purposely wanted those planes because of all the jet fuel. Right. Well, the, the further the trip, the better. That's right. right. So the flight that I ha- that I was on, the reason why the FBI had contacted me was really for two reasons. One, I had a round-trip ticket, but I only took the flight one way. Oh. And secondly, there were people on my plane, box cutters and electronics, that they think the plane that I was on was supposed to be hijacked the night of September 10th, but the weather was so bad that there was no visibility. Is that right? Yeah, there was no visibility. But the part of the story is that I had to get home to see my daughters. My daughters lost some of their friends' parents in, in the towers, and I said, I have got to get home. And there was no way to get home. You couldn't get a flight. You couldn't get a train. So I rented a limousine, and we had two drivers, and we drove 54 hours straight from Los Angeles to Bedford, New York. Oh, my God. And uh, we were also identified in somewhere in New Mexico where someone reported there was a dark uh, American sort of with Arab accents <laughs> with two bodyguards. and the, and But – but the FBI really followed up, and they, I found out at that time that there were four different FBI agencies contacting me. And I have to tell you, I wanted so, to So they the, thought you were one of the terrorists, no, one of the hijackers? They, they no, knew no. I was on the plane, and they knew that, and they showed me. When they came to my office in New York, I tried to lighten up, and you'll, you'll appreciate this. Um, I said, well, look, I'm a fashion designer. How much more American can I be? I'm a Red Sox <laughs> fan. And, I, and, and, I, and the guy says to me, you know what? I know you because I listened to you on Imus in the morning. Wow. This was the FBI agent. And, uh, and they were really great, but they pulled out a book of 200 photographs of suspected terrorists. And it was chilling because in those 200 photographs were the 19 terrorists oh, they were there. that died, well, out to all, those all of those yeah. guys. And it yeah. was so chilling not to see their faces in a newspaper, but mm. right in front of me. And mm. and I will tell you the most amazing thing, Sid, for months after, my office was on 52nd and 5th, and I overlooked St. Patrick's. And I'd be looking at fabrics and designing clothes, and then I'd hear bagpipes. Oh. And I went to the window, and for three months, I saw 500 to 1,000 policemen. Line Fifth Avenue. And by the way, Rudy Giuliani was at every one of those funerals. I, I believe it. I believe yeah. it. And I watched. I almost felt like an intruder. I watched those fire trucks and and watched the limousine where a woman would get out with mm-hmm. two little kids. And I said to myself, "What am I doing? I'm I'm looking at fabrics. I'm designing." And I realized the lives that they lived and they lost, and how great our fire department and police department, and how much respect. They deserved, and you said something the other day that I've said forever. They didn't ask anybody if they were a Democrat or a Republican. Or black or white. They didn't. They went in, and they did their job and paid the ultimate price. And we can never forget that here in New York City, what our police and fire department did. They were absolutely heroic, and we use that word so often. They were the heroes of 9-11. Wow. And you couldn't say it any better. I mean, that was great, Joseph. And by the way, you're guilty of using that word way too much. Like, no more Garcia Parra, a hero. Calm down. <laughs> no, <laughs> David no, no, Ortiz, no. a hero. Jim Rice, a hero. Well, I love those guys. And those are my, you know, those are my sports icons. Larry you Bird. Know. And then you had to bring up 1986, which we handed you the World Series. Yes, you did. We, yes. we did. But, um, the great Bill Buckner, God rest his yeah, soul. He died already. Yeah, so. no, uh, you know, uh, an amazing guy. And, yeah. you know, I love my sports. I, I love that. I think that's what makes America so great, keeping politics out of sports. I love my teams. You know, I respect teams. I love Aaron Judge, not because he crushes us, 
but because he's a great ball player. Yeah. And you gotta you gotta yeah. respect talent. And by the way, Boston does turn out to be one of the scenes of one of the most horrific terrorist attacks in yeah. our nation's history. Yeah. I was at the game that day. I know you were. Yeah. yeah. And that was terrifying. And uh just to be in the park walking toward the finish line. And then the crowd Boylston Street, Boylston Street, and then we heard the explosions. And uh, my two daughters were at BC, and as you remember, you couldn't, um, the cell phones weren't working, right? And so I was really concerned about my girls where they were. So yeah, and 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 again, one of the great moments in Yankee history. Why I will love the Yankees for this one moment. They played Sweet Caroline at the Yankee Stadium. The day wow. after that. Which, of course, is the Red Sox. Yeah. So that's great. Yeah. You are beautiful. Those are two amazing stories. And uh, they're real, which is really cool. Yeah. And you continue to be a, a dear, 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 dear friend. I love you so much. Thank and you. a great American. And thank you for coming by today. And come back soon. We'll do the best dress list. Okay? Sid, I just will say this. Um, Bernie, if you're listening, I love you. I was just telling Lou how we uh, suffered the... Uh, the uh, I miss moments and how you were a steady force. I love you, Bernie. And I'm um, thinking of you. We all are rooting for you. And I can't believe Sid's meteoric rise to <laughs> superstardom, which is frightening to me. And I'm part of the reason but that. But you called it. You it, did it, call it. I did. Yes, I called did. it early. Yeah. And uh, you're a style icon. <laughs> I love you. Thank you. Love you, Sid. That is a great Joseph Abu. That is a great 40 minutes.